Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. This is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'll be discussing taming the inner narcissist. So in many different philosophies, there is this concept that we have evil inside of us, and when we nurture it, it becomes stronger. When we nurture the good, then the evil within us gets subdued. So in Judaism, this concept is called the Yetzer Hara, or the evil inclination. Alan Watts has a fantastic term. He calls this the element of irreducible rascality. Uh, it's the selfish inclination. It's the, uh, it's the evil within, and it's what I refer to as the inner narcissist. So this inner narcissist is something that when we don't know how to relate to it, when we either try to fight it or, or combat it or destroy it, uh, or if we try to enmesh with it and become it, it just doesn't work out well. We become very destructive. So this is the abusive, tyrannical, negative, and pessimistic fear-based voice that just disrespects us. It just points out all our flaws, and it really is it really is just toxic and, and really evil. So whatever you want to call it, it's, it's a part of ourselves that is inclined to tear us down and wreak havoc in our lives. It does not have our best interest at all. And when we identify with it, like I mentioned, and when we think it represents who we are, we act abusive, narcissistic, toxic, and we become a narcissist. So, you know, everyone is capable of becoming a narcissist. I believe that strongly. When you nurture the evil within, when you continuously give in to your negative impulses, your destructive, uh, the destructive forces inside of you, uh, as a result, you know, anyone could become evil. We live in a world of action. So it's an action-based universe. You can think about it, you can feel about it, you can do all the meditations and all the all the channeling and all the all the, the intentional work, but unless you take action, you're not gonna be able to create the reality that you want to create. So our actions create reality, and the most significant element of who we are, how we view ourselves, and how we relate to the world is through our bodies, through the actions we take with our bodies. Now, the fight for our attention and focus in society today is seen most notably by the way that the media and the news and just people, you know, marketing is just trying to grab your attention. By grabbing someone's attention, they can ultimately control somebody's actions. So the desires for the actions, uh, if you control somebody's actions, in essence, you control their life. Now, the idea here is, is that our decision-making is going to lead to our actions, which is why the narcissistic abuser is trying to manipulate the mind and the emotions so they can control the, the victim's actions. They can control their actions and ultimately by controlling their actions, they can control their life. Now, this is also why it is so important to take control of your mind and your mental capacities and your faculties, your emotions, so that you can be assured that no negative influences, both internally and externally, the inner narcissist and the external outside you know, narcissist and, and negative and deceptive influences and forces could cause you to do things that may or may not be in your best interest. So both the uh, inner narcissist and the out external narcissist want to control your decision. They want to control the way you make decisions, and they also want your emotions, and they want your heart most specifically. Uh, when they're able to control your mind and ultimately get to the prized possession, which is your heart, which is really the core of who you are, is your heart. We are where our heart is. So when that's the case, they're able to control you and use that faculty, the forces of your heart, of your uh, of your emotions, for their agenda for whatever they want to do, usually not in your best interest and, and most usually to do evil. Uh, this leads you to do things that you would never have done if you were healthy and if you were controlling your own mind, if you were taking control of those faculties, if you were really taking uh, ownership of your heart and nurturing the inner moral element of the self. Some would call this the God consciousness or, or the true self. 
So the point I'm trying to make is, is that when you are in control of yourself, when you take responsibility for your emotions, your reactions, your mind, your heart, your body, your spirit, just everything about you, when you take responsibility for it, you don't give another person the power to take control over that. And ultimately you can lead your life in the direction that you see fit. But when you give up that power, when you are living in fear and you want somebody else to save you or control you or give your power away to somebody else to, uh, to in essence, tell you what to do, most usually they're gonna use you and your faculties and your life, your spirit, your heart for their specific agenda, which will cause destruction that you will have to ultimately pay the price for. So the way I see it is that in each person, we have this darkness, but we also have the light. So we have that yin yang, the, the darkness, the light, the good, the bad. So in each human being is the element of good that one you know, could refer to as the true self, like I mentioned, or the soul, the spirit, the connection to source. Now this part of us is connected to source. It is pure love and light. So what we do in our lives determines the outcomes. So if we continuously nurture this darkness, if we, if we give over uh, our, our energy to negative forces, if we allow the evil within to take control of ourselves, suddenly that becomes a habit. We just become continuously uh, comfortable doing those negative things and suddenly it just leads us to a life of destruction and evil uh, and selfishness. So, But if we give in to the good, if we give in to the light, if we feed the light by doing good compassion actions towards ourselves and other people, suddenly the good starts to get stronger and stronger and it starts to dissipate the negative forces, the evil forces within. So what we refer to as a narcissist is really just someone who repeatedly nurtured their inner evil, their inner narcissist, and as a result, they identify with that person that which is not truly who they are because the true self is the light, the love. Uh, so as you can say, they give in to the false self, the falseness, the deception, the lies. And as a result, this is what rules them. This is what controls them. It really controls every element of who they are. The tragedy is that they were most probably raised by people who did the same, uh, mirrored that back to them, making the probability of them becoming this way significantly higher uh, than somebody who, let's say, was raised by people who had compassionate, loving caregivers. However, this does not excuse their behavior. We all have the choice at any moment at which direction our life goes, and the narcissist, unfortunately, has chosen the fate of evil and negativity. This is the power of choice. A person has the ability to choose what habits they're going to engage in, what ways of thinking, what ways of acting, what ways of relating, and even if they come from a home, uh, like in the case of myself, raised with people who are just toxic, selfish, abusive, it would be highly probable that I would become a narcissist. And at times I have been narcissistic mostly because that was nurtured for me in childhood. So it took every ounce of energy and, and my own strength and using the power of choice to nurture healthy habits, to, to, to be compassionate, to be loving, to empath be empathic, to find people who I can learn from to be empathic and compassionate towards myself and other people to assure that I didn't follow that same fate of the people who raised me. So I want to finish off with a popular folktale. This is one most of us, I'm assuming, have heard, but to me it continues to be extremely inspiring and very applicable to what I've been speaking about here today in this episode. And it goes like this. One evening, an elderly Cherokee brave told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside of people. He said, my son, the battle is between two wolves inside us all. One is evil, it is anger, envy, jealousy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other one, he said, it is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf wins? The old Cherokee simply replied, the one that you feed. 
So I love this parable so much because I couldn't possibly agree more. I feel strongly that we as human beings have the power to choose. Our power to choose is not necessarily the environment we find ourselves in, the circumstances that happen to us, but it's how we react to it, how we interpret it, how we choose to feed our our mind with negative or positive thoughts. And that is why, no matter what you've gone through, you are always responsible for the outcome of your life because you are always having the ability to choose if you are going to allow it happen to you, continue to be the reason why you make excuses for yourself and continue that type of dysfunction or change your life for the better. So if you're finding yourself entrenched in negativity and ultimately if you feel like a victim and you can't get out because it's been the way you've been for so long, it's been the way you've been treated, the environment you find yourself in, please understand that there is a way to choose another lifestyle and it'd be an honor to assist you in being able to do that for your life so you can align with your true self of love and light and source and good as opposed to falseness, deception, and narcissistic selfish behavior. I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so please reach out and allow me to assist you in this process. My email is info at yetzepstein.com, my phone 818-210-6049. Thank you all so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the very best.